it's that time of year. And uh, I said, uh, pretty much done the Halloween episodes through Booze and Dudes. Or I think we did SGR actually a while back about like our childhood Halloweens and shit like that when I was interviewing um, Bucks and then Sassy, now Powers. Um, but yeah, I wanted to do one about um, uh, the scary shit, you know. And I suppose that's what Halloween's supposed to be about, but I figured originally it was supposed to be an STD, but it looks like uh, me and DK aren't going to be able to get together to do it, so I figured I'll just fucking do it by myself and just throw my stories out there. I mean, worst case, we do it anyway, and there's two versions of the same stories and stuff, so there goes that. Um, for me, the the I came up with the premise, and it was going to be... Uh, Halloween as in like the scary shit that's happened to you and for us like I said STD is more of a relationship type show uh, based because the three D's are sex taboo shit and destruction so are all things related to doom and um, so nothing more sexually doom related taboo issues than like the negative stuff of relationships or of um uh, one-on-one interactions that thing or relationships in any kind of way so that's that's what i'm going to talk about and uh off the top of my head the the main ones i can think about are um well obviously my primary relationship early on i've talked about her a few times before um been real vague because like i said I'm, I'm over it i don't really care to uh bring her up that much plus i mean i've been with other fucking people since so it's not like she's the only like uh person in my past more so with with the guys because she's one of the only ones that they remember well plus that well they should fuck i was with her for like fucking ever but um what uh from 18 to 26 so yeah eight years um and uh i mean it was great times at times it's not like it was all bad but uh with her her thing was um she uh suffered from manic depression uh, she got it from her from her um, mom's side of the family. It's a given. Like even her sister, who at the time hated me, and then in the end, after we split uh, a year and a half later, her husband, so my uh, brother-in-law, sister-in-law's husband, uh, hit me up randomly, and uh, his name is Joe, and uh, DK's. I don't know if you figured it out or not, but his name is also Joe. And so I got this weird drunk message on my phone one day. Saying, hey, bro, fucking miss everything, hanging out and stuff. We should get together again. I love playing rock band and all the dumb shit we used to do, watching movies and stuff. We should just fucking get together, man. Forget all the shit. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, I'll let you go. But, yeah, we should get back together, man. It's Joe. All right, man. Miss you. Bye. And, of course, my dumbass fucking head, I thought DK first. I was like, oh, he's the most, besides my father, who's also named Joe. Uh, like, I know a bunch of Joes. Um, DK is, like, the only other Joe in my life that's kind of, like, been there, like, all over the time and shit like that. And like I said, at, at the time, I wasn't talking to anybody from back then. Like, none of the fucking dudes from Booze and Dudes, none of the crew, none of them. Um, it didn't start off as a choice. It kind of just grew out, you know. Um, they continue talking. They're still cool. I mean, they still were at the time. And uh, I got over my shit, and I started hanging out with richie i think powers um first but 
I got to know and start hanging out with the rest of them through uh, Mikey. Fuck, hold. All right, where was it? So yeah, um, Mikey. Uh, I believe they call him DJ Mikey or whatever. Fuck. Um, the last um, Bucks Effect. He he was the special guest. Um, we uh, me and him. He ran into me at my work, and I never had issues with him. Um, like I said, I never had issues with any other guys either. Just like I said, we grew up shit and, um, we just kind of stopped talking. And like I said, I wasn't in a good place. It wasn't like I was like the type, and I'm not the type of person to be like, I need help guys, help me. I'm not that kind of guy. Even if I did need help, which I probably did at one point, I wouldn't be the fucking person to raise my hand and be like, Hey, you guys want help? I'm not that guy. And, um, I'm pretty sure the rest of us are fucking just too immature to even deal with it. Like, I mean, they probably talked about it, uh, according to, to uh, a few of them they have, <coughs> but at the time didn't really like come up or anything. So we split off. And, uh, during that time I said, uh, I started hanging out with Mikey again and there's that, but so I said her, her whole manic thing, that, that was scary. Cause like I said, uh, we're together for so long and that was my first love. So, uh, I don't know how other people are, but with me, I thought it was it, you know, uh, first love and only love. And, uh, I figured uh, we could work through whatever fuck problems we either had together, which I mean, it's obviously stupid as fuck to think, but I mean, we were young, figured we could take care of each other and knowing how we got together on bad terms and everything, taking care of each other and being brutally honest about our past and, uh, and everything else. Um, and kind of seeing that as like another reason why we trust each other so much, we kind of held everything to just each other and didn't tell other people so we saw the best and worst of each other and with her um her thing that scared the fuck out of me a lot because it always got me thinking like fuck man one of these days like it could be me going to jail over shit like this when she would have her uh manic attacks she would self-abuse herself and not in the sense of like what's cool or fucking popular on tv where they fucking burn themselves or cut themselves or anything like that nah she used to fucking punch herself throw herself in walls, pull her hair out and shit, and, uh, I said, um, it doesn't look all that fucking good, especially when we were living in an apartment at the time, uh, for her to be throwing herself on the wall and screaming at me, and I'm over here, like, trying to calm her down, grabbing her by her wrists and shit to get her to fucking stop, and she's fucking kicking at me and shit, throwing her fucking head into the wall, trying to headbutt me, trying to scratch me and shit like that, like, if, if one of the neighbors would have called and a cop would have showed up, it wouldn't have looked good for me, you know? Even though I really didn't do anything. Like, all my only crime was carrying too much. If I would have just fucking left like an asshole, like, fuck this, I'm done. And bailed, would have been all good. But, you know, I probably, probably should have did that a few times. Should have been like, fuck this. And then came back the next day or a few hours later and she would have been fucking straight. But, nope, I cared too much at the time. I still kind of do with other people. Not her, obviously. But, um, with when I'm with somebody, I, I give my all. And, um, so... That was like the first set of scares. And like I said, I hope a lot of you guys that if you guys have that in a relationship, because I know female cousins that have that, like um, not that kind of version, but the guy, their boyfriends like that. I know two cousins who their boyfriend had told them and this is since like high school to now. And they're like in their mid 20s. If you leave me, babe, I'm going to kill myself. And I guess that shit works because fucking. My female cousin told me this, like, and they're just like, yeah, so I didn't go. I'm like, what the fuck? So you put up with every fucking stupid other thing that he fucking does? 
because he's going to kill himself? She's like, well, yeah, I'd, I'd feel responsible for that. Well, don't. Don't feel responsible for that. Fuck that. That's bullshit. You shouldn't feel responsible for him because he's saying he's going to kill himself if you leave him. Like, that's such shit, man. I'm sorry. Like, fuck that. Anybody that tries to fucking guilt you into fucking their actions because, like, they can't deal with their own shit. Like, oh, well, fuck that. I'm going to find an ultimatum. People that put you in ultimatums are fucking the worst type of people in the world. I get it when they kind of don't mean it. You know, they're like, oh, fuck you. If you leave, I'm going to fucking cheat on you. Whatever. Fucking, that's, like, just talk at the time. Because they'll apologize for that shit later. But, like, anybody that's saying shit, like, if you leave, I'll fucking kill myself because there's nothing left, you know? Fuck those people. Get the fuck away from them. That's the reddest of red flags. <laughs> and um, I've mostly heard that from girls more than guys. I never heard a guy be like, this fucking my chick told me she was going to kill herself if I left. You're like, really? Like, I'm yeah, I never heard that. I've seen it on shows and movies and shit, but I've never heard that. Every story I've ever heard from a person that said that is always reversed. The female telling me about her male boyfriend saying that shit or boy or husband or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's something to look out for. Like I say, anybody self-harms, like, fuck, man. Do it all over again. I fucking bailed as fuck, man. Especially early back on. Back then, fuck, man. I passed up on all kind of shit. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, like I said, after word, after that split, and I kind of got all fucking uh, dwelling on myself and, like, feeling like shit, feeling like I'm a fucking loser because I couldn't keep the one good thing I had going for me and which is stupid because in reality I still kept my house by myself. I fucking worked that shit off, refight it, fucking got it to a stable thing. Uh kept work even though I was fucking becoming the worst drug addict slash alcoholic in the world. Version of myself completely I was fucking horrible. Um but I still went to work. Um so I guess it wasn't that bad. But, um, yeah, I uh, did that, and then um, was just fucking horrible, man. Like I said, I was, I was a terrible person. Um, from there, I started fucking around with random people, you know, friends, uh, girls from school, um, girls from work, family friends, whoever. And uh, one that I could think of off the top of my head, um, I'll just call her party girl or homie hopper because uh, she's the one who taught me that term. Um, I used to hang out with a buddy of mine who was younger than me. I was 26 when that split happened. And, uh, this dude was like 21, 22. Real young, cool guy. Fucking bullshit. He was fucking awesome. Me and him, you get fucked up all the time. On our, on our, we had the same work schedule. Worked the same shifts. Um, we worked swing. So when we got out at like 11, no, I think we worked days by this point. We were fucking hard, like hardcore into drinking and doing drugs and shit. We were fucked up all the time. Like as soon as we clocked out, he had... Pills in his car, his truck. Uh, our other buddy of his, who he got to work with us, same shit. He, he was a pill head, too. They would have shit ready. They had a fucking a pill crusher or grinder in their car. Grind shit out, snort it, and fucking go for a drive to fucking either my spot, which is down the street, or uh, make a day out of it and fucking go to their spot in Riverside and uh, fucking party out there. Uh, there was a girl, a friend of one of their buddies, uh, I want to say she was his girlfriend at first, uh, come to think of it, I can't remember, but she would be with him a lot, and then over time, he was out of the picture, and uh, she was always with us, hanging out, um, we used to party with them, she got all fucked up, she was really big in coke, uh, so that was always cool, because of her, we could always get some, 
If not, uh, she would always know who had some or could get some, you know. Um, but we were more like shroom heads, fucking potheads, fucking uh, downers on pills, uh, alcoholics. And uh, we got into uh, mollies uh, to the point where uh, we're just taking them, we're snorting them. Um, which is its own fucking different trip. Fucking awesome. I mean, whenever I hear somebody talk about Molly's, like, I love Molly's. I'm like, totally understandable. Like, I love them too. They're, they're fucking great. Uh, great party drug. Uh, especially if, like, you're out and about. I mean, it's not for you just by yourself. Kind of fucking weird. But, uh, maybe older when you understand it more. But when you're, like, in your 20s and you can go to clubs and bars and shit like that, yeah, Molly's are fucking awesome. Um, just like Coke, Coke's fucking cool when you're out drinking and shit like that with your friends, it, it kind of subdues the alcohol effect of being fucking stupid and getting all violent and uh, kind of levels you out, uh, I, don't, I don't really know, it doesn't really go good with smoking weed or tobacco or, or cigarettes and shit like that, it doesn't really go good with that, but yeah, Coke's a cool little party drug, um, downers it doesn't go good with, I mean, when you're doing downers, it's more of like, you already have it planned out. You don't just fucking, oh, yeah, sure, I'll take whatever. Nah, um, especially when you're drinking, you get fucked up. But, uh, yeah, she she was our little party girl chick. Cute-ass fucking white girl, man. Um, started uh, working at this bar near near uh, my buddy's apartments when they ended up getting one together by UCR, the college. Um, well, she was working there. Sorry. Ooh. While she was working there, she started sleeping with, with uh, her boss, like the owner. And uh, so he would give her extra hours, fucking cash whenever she wanted it, as opposed to waiting for a check. He would fucking pay her with Coke sometimes. Uh, real cool guy, actually. But, uh, I mean, he's taking advantage of shit, and she's taking advantage of him. So it was a, it was a two-way street. It wasn't like, you know, one was uh, on top of the other or anything. But, um. Yeah, he was fucking crazy for her, man. Like, uh, I remember there was uh, a few nights, actually, not just one, where uh, he gave her the keys, told her to close it up, and um, she hit us up. And she was like, hey, if you guys want, come to the bar, because it's just me and, like, two other girls and one bartender, this one guy. She's all, well, there's a few people here, but, I mean, we can close up if you guys are all here. So about five of us rolled deep across the street, you know? Like, literally, it's, like, two blocks away. And, uh... We're all hanging out there. We close the bar at, at 1, 1 30 or whatever. Lock up and just stay in there. Fucking drinking. Getting all fucked up. Uh, the, the owner shows up at one point with some of his friends. She hands him the keys. He's like, yeah, no, it's fine. You know, you and your friends should hang out. It's all good. So whatever relationship they had, she was taking advantage of it, like I said, as much as he was. He hooked us up with the fucking eight ball and shit. Fucking loving life. It's fucking way too much for all of us. Because, like I said, we're small-time users. We weren't fucking fiends yet. I mean, she got there. Um, that's going to be the tragedy at the end of this story. But um, she, uh, around that time, she started fucking around with a bunch of us. Um, and she kind of threw it out whenever uh, me and her fucked around. She's like, well, you know I'm with so-and-so, right? And I'm like, well, are you guys together? Or like, She goes, no, we fuck around, though. Like, You, you don't mind, right? I'm like, well, I mean, if you don't care, I don't fucking care. She's like, all right, cool. I just don't want things to be weird. Like, real blunt, real to the fucking point, man. And she was young, dude. Like I said, she was like 19, 20, probably 21, hopefully 21 by that point when she was working at that fucking bar, but she was young. And, uh, yeah, fun, good times. Uh, fuck around and everything. And, uh, 
she was smart, man. She wasn't fucking just some stupid ass chick. She had thoughts on her head. She fucking talked about uh, what she wanted to do uh, after school and everything. And uh, me and her got pretty close, at least close enough when we would hook up and shit, where we would hang out and bullshit afterward. You know, I was just a fucking like, all right, we'll suck my dick and we'll fucking bye. I'll see you later. Nah, I'll fucking hang out with her and shit, you know? She, she uh, started inviting me to her house, to our parents' house. And we I go over there, fuck around with her there. Uh, got to meet her brothers, uh, her mom, well, her stepmom, and her dad a few times. Uh, I wouldn't even consider us dating, but I mean, maybe we looked like it when I was over there. Um, yeah, it, it, dad was kind of weird. Not just with her, with the boys too. He was just kind of like over authoritarian, you know, kind of yell at him and shit. Like as if fucking he's like a man type shit. Yelled the stepmom in front of us a few times. Pretty sure he hit her never like in front of us, but like they would get into fights and shit while they're drunk, fucked up themselves probably. Sound like he probably hit her a few times. Like just their their demeanor to each other always seemed like that. Uh, her brothers, one of them was like her half. Well, I think one or two were half brothers. The other one was her real brother, from her their mom. Um, yeah, she talked all kind of weird shit about the family. Like that fucking sucks. She was just waiting for them to fucking waiting. So she was waiting for uh, her college shit to finish up, and then she could go off and uh, um, you know, do her own thing, get the fuck away from everybody, but. The way it sounded, her telling her, her backstory, yeah, she she dealt with a lot of shit, man. Uh, I guess her mom's really fucked up. That's why her dad left her. Um, and they got custody, or he got custody. Um, like, yeah, she was mentally fucked. So she always had fear of that shit with herself. Like, you know, one day she'll be like that. And um, I've seen pieces of it, you know. Like, uh, there was times where she would come out after we're all hanging out, getting together. And she'd be like, hey, you need to give me a ride home later? Yeah, sure. And then, like, towards the end of the night, she'd be like, hey, we don't have to go to my house. We can go to yours. Like, all right, cool. So go to my house. Fucking, you know, fuck around and shit like that. And then the morning, she'd kind of, like, you know, mellow out and just kind of become a normal person again and kind of vent all the shit going on and, you know, have a little cry fest, get all fucking sad and, you know, anxious and shit about stuff. And I would talk to her about it, and she was kind of like, yeah, I'm really sorry, like, I shouldn't even be telling you this stuff, you know, like, it's not like we're together, you don't need to care, and I'm like, no, it's cool, like, I mean, I get it, we're cool and shit, you know, she's like, yeah, but, I mean, I, I shouldn't have to tell you everything, like, it's kind of fucked up, like, yeah, whatever, um, I'm guessing my answers weren't good enough for her, because eventually she fucking kind of, even though she hung out with us, and still would hit us up, like, hey, I'm working at the bar tonight, you guys should come by and stuff like that, uh, eventually we kind of, like, weren't going there all the time, and, uh, the last few times we did go, there was other people there besides just us that she invited over there. And they were older guys. And um, she, noticeably, she started getting skinnier. Um, just wasn't taking care of herself as much. You know, she kind of, like, started aging. Um, just not taking care of herself pretty much. Fuck, um, how long was this? Because I, I was single for a while. So from 26 to about, like, 30. So, like, those four years. But I, I was bad for, like, six, seven years before. Um... Oh, I'm 38, 39 now. It's been five years. Me and my wife have been married. We were together probably a year and a half before that. So let's just say seven years ago, so 31. So yeah, so from 26 to 30, I was being stupid. So like good four or five years. Um, yeah, so during that time, it couldn't have been that long. Got to be like in two years pretty much. So. Um, she uh, got real bad and... Uh, we heard that um, she OD'd at somebody's house. 
We're like, oh, fuck. You know, not a death one. Like, just overdosed and went to the hospital shit, emergency, and she was all right. Ran into her again later on. She wasn't going to school anymore. I think they either fired her or she quit that job or whatever. So she was just kind of fucking hanging out. She started being like a party chick at that point. And we would run into her every now and then. And yeah, she just did not look good. And then within maybe a few months after that first OD, she OD'd again. And that was the last one. And uh, yeah, little shit like that kind of lingered with me for a while. Because I was like in my head like, man, I've had talks with her. And I was talking to other guys like of the group. And you know. The few of us that were like brutally honest with each other were like, yeah, I'm fucking her too. It's cool. Like, she, you fucking her too? Yeah, okay, cool. Like, we would talk to each other about it later. And we're like, hey, did she ever fucking like tell you shit? And like, yeah. Did she ever tell you this? Like, yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Maybe that was like her trying to open up, you know? It's like, yeah, well, fuck, dude. Now, it, you know, kind of fucking obvious. But at the time, you know, just like, she, she kind of just brushed it off with you. Like, oh, don't worry. I shouldn't be telling you guys this shit. But, Little stuff like that, man. Um, it, it fucks. Like I said, I, I care. Like, um, It fucked with me. It lingered on later. Because uh, there was other girls later on that, like the ones that I was actually just seeing, just fucking around with. Whenever one of them would kind of have a little moment with me and share some shit, I was like, fuck, do I want to know any more of this? Or, or depending on time, uh, I would get all involved and like ask them shit, like questions and stuff and try to like give them advice and stuff. And then, you could tell it seemed like some of them were just like, well, you're not my boyfriend. You're not really involved in my life. So, I mean, I'll take what you said as a thought, but yeah, I'm sorry for bringing this up. And who knows, man? Some of them, I don't, I haven't heard from, I don't know what the fuck going on. Hopefully, you know, they got better off and shit now. Uh, as much as I used to say it was a bad thing back in the day, like with my ex, I used to say that um, I was just a, a rung on her ladder to success and shit. But um, hopefully on those other ones that I'm talking about now, like, I was that. Like I said, at the time, I thought, like, I was everything, or she was my everything, you know, my ex, my first love. And uh, so to be the rung on her step, that was, like, an insult to myself. I was basically saying, like, hey, you're going to find something better after me. But I didn't want that. You know, I wanted to be her last step. But uh, with these other females later on, I, I really do truly mean that. Hopefully I was a rung on their ladder, and hopefully I helped them, you know, get higher up. As opposed to fucking fall down or some shit. Um, and then another one. I brought her up recently. Because uh, there was some shit with her at work. Uh, I guess it's all cleared up. She's back. So. Um, but yeah. Um, back in the day. That was, that was my scariest of all. Because I really did think. Not only A. Where the cops already called. But the cops were coming. Um, she was staying with me for a while. Uh, me and her were, Fucking around for, like, almost a year and a half. And, like, it wasn't just her. Like, you know what I mean? She knew that, too. But I guess in her head, she thought that in that year and a half or whatever fucking time it was that we were together, she saw that I I stopped talking to those other girls, you know, and just picked up new ones. But she was a consistent, so I guess she thought that meant something or there was something there. Which, I mean, there was. You know, I really did care about her more than others because I could talk to her. She was, like, a genuine friend more so than just a fuck buddy. Um, but, uh, one day all that shit came to a head. We were at the house here at my house and, um, I forget how the fuck we got into it, but she just basically kind of threw it at me. Like, Hey, uh, sorry. Oh, there we go. It started with her questioning me about this one girl. And I was like, yeah, what about her? And she's like, are you still fucking her? And I was like, I mean, does it matter? And she goes, just tell me. 
like, are you? And I was like, I mean, I haven't in like a while, but I mean, if we talk again, yeah, probably. Why? What's up? And she's like, that's trash. Like, she's fucking disgusting. You know that? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's I'm just saying, like, fuck her. Like, she's a piece of shit. And then she named off another girl that I was seeing that was a friend of hers. She's like, both of us think that, like, she's fucking garbage and, like, fuck her and you got to stop or else we're not talking to you anymore. And I was like, okay, I guess. Like, yeah. She goes, no, 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 seriously. And then from there, I was just kind of like, ah, whatever, fuck. Like, because she's drunk, dude. She's all fucking drunk. She was on fucking all kind of shit. So was I. Like, it's not like I'm sober, clean, sober. Like, hey, you got to calm down. No, we're both fucked up. And uh, so the fight continued. We're laying down in bed. And she's still arguing with me. And I'm just like, man, fuck this. So I get up. And I walk into the hallway. She follows me. Starts screaming and shit. No, you're going to fucking listen to me. Fuck all this. I'm like, ah, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't care about you enough to deal with this shit. She heard that. That was somewhere in, in my rant, like, of me yelling at her. I was just like, I don't fucking give a fuck about you enough to fucking hear this shit. I don't care. And um, she took that as, like, pretty much, I don't give a fuck. Shut up. You're nothing to me type thing. So she fucking lost it. She starts coming at me running, fucking throwing punches and shit. Uh, she hit me in the back of the head a few times before I fucking turned around, grabbed her, like, what the fuck's wrong? He starts kicking me and shit. Um... So I fucking pushed her into the wall to hold her in place. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Dude, didn't stop her, dude. She's still kicking the fuck out of me and my legs, my shins. So I fucking trip her to the ground, push her down to the fucking floor. I'm like, quit fucking being stupid. Now she starts screaming like bloody murder, like fucking loud as fuck. It's late at night, man. It's like after 11, probably after midnight. So this is fucking sketch. And I am a polar bear. I sleep with the windows open. I don't care. It's fucking 40 degrees outside. I always have a window or two open. It's just, I like the cold. I like, if it's cold, I'll put on a blanket. I like that version of heat, but I like being cold. So, people can hear. My neighbors can hear. So, I'm like, what the fuck? So, I'm telling her, like, to shut the fuck up or else she's going to have to fucking leave. I'll throw you outside. I'll call the cops myself. Fuck this. She goes, you're not going to fucking do that. Starts fucking hitting me some more and shit like that. So, I just fucking wrap my arms around her. And her own arms, pretty much. Like, from a wrist, I had wrist control. So, I fucking, you know, crisscross her arms and then fucking hug her real hard like a bear hug. Fucking pick her up. Fucking walk her, what, about eight, ten steps. Throw her outside my front door. She has clothes on. It's not like she's fucking naked or nothing. Throw her outside. Slam the fucking door. Now she's fucking banging on my door screaming. So, I'm like, ah, fuck this, dude. This sucks. Because we're both fucked up. Like, this is going to be bad. Like, I basically told her I'm going to fucking call the cops. But now, I don't want to call the cops because this fucking is really bad. So I'm just like kind of fucking freaking the fuck out. Like, what the fuck am I going to do type shit. Then I start seeing lights turn on uh, my neighbors and stuff like that outside. I'm like, fuck. So I open the door. She's in the driveway, not near the door anymore, just screaming and shit, you know. Uh, my neighbors come outside. Uh, they're my cool neighbors, not my shitty ones. My shitty neighbors live south of me, my awesome neighbors I've known since I moved here live north of me they're fucking great people uh where are they from Guatemala fucking beautiful women great people Guatemalans are fucking cool I need to go to the city or to the state or country state the fucking country supposedly it's awesome if if they're a symbolism of what an average person is over there that fucking country is great um they come out and they're like you know talking to me like are you all right and she's screaming at them now, like, he did this, he hit me, he did all that shit like that. 
Um, probably be just because of how brutally honest I've always been with them, and I've always talked to them about all kind of shit. Even when I was stupid drunk, I used to fucking go party with them when they were watching fights. I like boxing, and they like boxing. Uh, we would watch boxing fights sometimes. I would come home drunk. They they didn't care. This is back, like I said, pre-Uber shit. When like, and I don't mean drunk like fucking I'm swerving up the road. I mean like, I got pulled over and a cop fucking breathalyzed me. I'm pretty sure I didn't pass, but I, I mean, not trying to gloat or nothing like that fucking, but this is like facts. I was able to drive while intoxicated. It wasn't a difficult thing for me. So I would, I have done that in the past. I haven't done it ever again, but I mean, I've done it in the past. One of the, like, they've seen it. I pulled in my driveway, come outside, I see them. I'm like, hey, what the fuck's going on? They're like, we're watching the fights. You want to watch? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll watch it. Especially during my single days. I didn't give a fuck about sleep. As long as I woke up, I could go to work hungover. It didn't fucking matter to me. My job wasn't hard at the time. Um, you know, I would come back to my house, fucking next door, grab a few liquor bottles, take it over next door. Be like, hey, here goes some liquor, da-da-da. That way I felt like I was contributing. So they got super cool with me. The wife. Uh, the husband, which is the homeowner, his brother, his wife, um, their kids are now older, like, but I remember them as like 11 year olds. So in my head, they're always 11 year old kids, even though they're like 21 and 24 or some shit now. <clears throat> Cause yeah, how long have I been here? Bought the house when I was 24, 38, 39, so four, 14 years. Yeah. So yeah, they're fucking, yeah, they're 11. They might even be older, 25 and shit like that. Fuck. I, they're still babies to me. They're little kids in my head. Whenever they talk to me, I just talk to them like an old man. Like they're all like, hi, Jesse. And I'm like, oh, hey, people. Hey, kiddos. You know, that's, that's how I feel about them. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I saw something stupid happening, like, I'd probably defend them too. Because in my head, they're still little kids. They're dumb. <laughs> they're really not dumb. They're educated as fuck. But I mean, they're dumb in the sense of experience. Um, So, yeah. Hanging out with them. The... The homeowner, his brother, and, and his brother's wife, so his sister-in-law and his brother, come out at, in the middle of this night while she's screaming. And they're only talking to me. And um, then she kind of runs over there because they're, they're hanging out in, in between our yards because we have, like, this grass. There's no fence there. It's just grass that separates our, 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 our yard in the front. So they're standing on that grass kind of talking to us, you know, in a robe and shit like that. Well, talking to me. And then... Uh, the girl in question I'm talking about fucking goes over there and starts screaming at them like he fucking hit me and he jumped and the um and I'll love her to death forever for this. The sister in law uh turns to her and goes, We heard everything. You were screaming at him, yelling at him, saying what you were gonna do. The window is open. We only heard you screaming and him telling you to stop. And that if you don't stop, you're gonna have to leave. And then we heard noises and the next thing we know you're outside. And now you're screaming up, throwing a fit. He didn't hit you. Stop. We'll call the cops and tell them what happened. All of a sudden, she fucking calms the fuck down. She fucking tries to come back into my house to get her keys and her shit so she can drive off. And I'm like, you can't fucking drive. Like, don't be stupid. I'm all, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want you here, but I mean, I don't want you to get in trouble either. So if you're willing to be cool and shit and fucking squared out, like, and you're going to sober up and shit, you can fucking stay here all you want and shit, you know? And they're telling me, like, don't fucking have her stay there. Fuck that. Make her fucking stay in her car and then come out later and fucking give her keys. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to deal with all that shit. So we're outside for, like, half an hour, but it feels like fucking forever. I'm hoping that the other neighbors aren't going to call. And uh, it ended up being resolved. Uh, she ended up coming back in the house, settled the fuck down. Try to apologize by fucking 
sucking my dick and shit like that, being all fucking nice, which I mean help, but I mean, still fucking thinking about it while all that shit's happening, like, you bitch, um, and yeah, like I said, that, that was one of the first real bad, and it's fucking stupid, I should have fucking burned her then, like, I treated her like we were together, and that's probably why she thought that there was something there, like, as much as I would always tell her, like, we're not together, fucking quit with this shit, like, we're fucking friends and fuck, like, that's what we are, like, don't get me wrong, I treat you better than other people because you're my friend, first, like, sex and everything else comes second, and it's awesome, don't get me wrong, but it's nothing special, like, she probably still didn't hear that, what she heard was, hey, you're my friend first, and everything else that happens comes second, but please stay my friend type shit, I don't know, I don't know how she heard it, because like I said, I still run into her every now and then, and we could joke and shit, not about that, obviously, we don't talk about that shit, but we could joke about dumb shit and how how we know each other so well whenever there's another person in the room or like one of her coworkers is around because she normally comes around with coworkers like me I'm around my coworkers all the time but I can get away from them to bullshit or like you know talk to where they can't hear shit um and so she'll kind of like you know introduce me as like this person they're like oh how do you guys know each other and then she like laughs and shit and kind of tells a dumb version of our story and I'm like yeah 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 um but yeah, that, that has down has to be, like, the scariest shit I've ever dealt with, with, like, another person, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've fucking been in fights with dudes and shit, where I was like, fuck, dude, this shit's gonna go bad, or, um, remember when I was a kid, um, me and my buddy, uh, Zach, I talked about him before, we got jumped by, like, four dudes, that sucked, um, and one of them, while kicking us, like, cause they literally rolled up on us with bikes and shit, there's, like, four, four of them, they rolled up on us on bikes, they were trying to start shit with him, but, I mean, I'm not going to fucking just bail, like, all right, well, bye, you guys are trying to beat him up, nah, I fucking hung around, so, yeah, they jumped us, and, uh, the one that started the whole shit, uh, talked about fucking going to his fucking backpack and stabbing us and shit like that, so, that kind of sucked, uh, I had a gun pointed at me when I was, what, like, 14 or 15, by some fucking dudes at a party, uh, not just me, though, but, like, a fucking, a few of us, but, yeah at the time I thought he was gonna fucking be stupid but I guess he realized uh you know I'm at a party there's a bunch of witnesses and this gun only has so many bullets you know so uh he didn't and uh that's cool but uh, I, I like I said what I was talking about when when I meant to bring up this Halloween episode about scariest shit that's happened I, I didn't at the time think about like death or dying I thought I always thought about like the scariest shit that could have ruined my life and with that, in my head, I always think about relationships. Because, I mean, like I said, I've done dumb shit, too. I've gotten in fights with people at bars and beat the fuck out of somebody. And, uh, there was one time uh, with, the, with the buddies of mine that I was talking about in Riverside and shit. Uh, this guy fucking picked a fight with all of us. But the way he did it was he picked a fight with my our smallest friend. And uh, when we started fighting them, it was a group on group. You know, it was three of us and fucking like three of them, four of them. But they were grown men, dude. We are barely in our 20s. These guys are like 40, if not in their late 30s. Um, when uh, the guy who uh, fought with me and shit that, when I got him to the ground after I hit him a few times with his legs, I started soccer kicking him uh, in the gut, like on his ribs, and then I got one in his face on his head. Uh, yeah, the the way he fell and kind of was still for a while, that scared the fuck out of me at one point. I literally thought I like, I didn't think I killed the dude, but I fucked him up to the point where, like, cops are going to get involved. There's going to be a whole fucking thing. Um, so, yeah, I've had scary shit like that. 
Um, most of the other things that I think of that were really bad weren't my, uh, well, they're a story of mine, but they're not my story. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, I have a cousin that I've talked about before where I was like, that's the reason why I didn't want to bring up a lot for my uh, childhood. Um, but yeah, shit, shit with him that happened. That was fucking pretty sketch. And I mean, looking back at it, it's terrifying as fuck. Like that, any of that shit happened to my kids, I'd be fucking, I would, I would murder somebody. I know that for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, like I said, that's, that's not really like my story more. So it's just, I just happen to witness these things. Um, but yeah, uh, knowing that the original premise for this was going to be a, a STD episode, I thought about it in the sense of relationships and, uh, cause those are to me what the more average person is going to deal with. Like majority of people don't fucking deal with street fights. I mean, I've talked to people about them lately now as an adult and they're like, dude, I've been in like one my whole life. And when they tell the story, it's more of like a school fight that happened in the streets. And you're like, oh, so this is like high school? And they're like, yeah, but I mean, it was on our way home and all that stuff. Like that. We fought in the streets and these other people joined in because it was their cousins and shit. And my buddies backed me up. Like, it's still a school fight, really, even though it's not at school. Like, to me, a street fight is like, fuck, dude, I don't know who the fuck these people are. Like, they're fucking crazy. Like, there's no rules here. Like, you don't hit them until they stop. You fucking hit them and fucking book it the fuck. Like, you're trying to either immobilize this motherfucker or hit them enough to where you can get the fuck away. You know what I mean? Like, so, those are the type of street fight rules I think of. And then bar fights are completely different to me. Bar fights are more of like, you just kind of throw down until either people separate you or you fucking drop the person pretty much. Because once you drop somebody, pretty much, bar fights are real quick. They're, they're normally like fucking within 20 to 30 seconds, man. That's a long ass fucking bar fight, really. Most bar fights are like fucking 5 to 10 seconds long, like. From punches, like, from arguing and shit, yeah, probably minutes. But once a punch is thrown or, like, a kick or anything like that, or, like, if somebody grabs somebody or tackles somebody or some shit, it's normally, like, 15 fucking seconds at the longest, man. Something can happen. A bunch of people come in. Like, even other people at the bar will fucking separate you guys. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? And that's kind of the end of it. Maybe there might be some lingering actions later, you know? If you keep going back to that bar, that person might see you again and be like, oh, there goes that asshole. And then something different, but... The average bar fight is, like I said, at the longest, like 30 fucking seconds. And that's, that's like, what it feels like, at least. It's probably fucking short, man. It's probably like 10 seconds long. Like, pop, 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 pop. oh, fuck, fuck you, motherfucker. And then kicks some kicks and maybe fucking everybody backs up. They're kind of still sizing each other up. And then, you know, the bar people are like, get the fuck out of here. We're calling the cops. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. And then it's whether or not you're going to keep fighting till you get dropped or you both leave. And agree on a place to fucking finish it. Or you just squash it and be like, hey, fuck you, fuck you, piece of shit. If I ever see you again, type shit. Okay. <laughs> um, which, I mean, I don't know what it is. I guess it's just a man thing. <laughs> like, it sounds stupid to say, but yeah. Like, I figured who the fuck said it. I have it in, on one of my things. Uh, but it's a famous quote. Whenever there's a group of men. Let me see. I want to say it's Dave Smith. Fucking future political con- candidate for the Libertarian Party, my party, by the way. Uh, let's see. I got it all the way at the bottom. Let's see. Where's it at? Under my miscellaneous quotes. Here we go. With dudes, there's a self-regulating thing about how guys talk to each other because you always kind of know that fists could fly. That's always in the backdrop. That is true. Guys talk shit. 
especially when you know each other. When when you've known each other forever, you talk all kind of shit. If you don't believe us, look at any fucking booze and dudes episode. We talk all kind of shit. Um, but that's because we know each other. Um, but when you when there's a guy that just is too comfortable too quick, that's where it could cause problems. Especially if somebody has a short fuse or um or uh they can give jokes but can't take them. That's where shit comes up. And um that's a uh, you know an issue at times because yeah, all you need to do is that wrong fucking phrase or something to piss somebody off and then all of a sudden fuck you becomes the most fucking uh the last straw type shit. It's like, what fuck me, fuck you motherfucker, let's go. Which is always funny. Um to me, I, I think it was more of a being called a faggot. <laughs> which I mean that's fucking funny to me. Um uh, which is where majority of my bar fights came from. Um, it would always be somebody talking shit and me talking shit back to him. Cause I fuck it. If you're far away enough, I know I have time before you hit me. Like if you have something in your hand, then I'm watching you the whole time. But, um, but yeah, if you're just like throwing your hands up in the air and you're fucking, uh, what five yards away from me or some shit or like, um, because the majority of you guys aren't, aren't in America metric system, but, um, like, you know, like, what is it? Like nine, 10 feet away. Yeah, I don't fucking care. Like, you'd have to run at me, so, I mean, I got time. But, yeah, majority of people, uh, that, that's their go-to. Or at least that was a go-to. I don't know fucking what people talk shit about now. Maybe faggot, like, people around, everybody around, be like, oh, my God, that guy just used a derogatory term. I don't know the rules anymore. But at the time, <laughs> um, you know, mid-2000s and shit, uh, early 10s, when somebody said faggot, that was like the fucking fighting words, like, what the fuck did you call me type shit, fuck you motherfucker, and, oh, motherfucker, that was another one too, um, and you go off, but with me, like I said, uh, I'd laugh at dumb shit like that, especially dumb people, dumb person, yeah, fuck what you call me, dude, you're nobody important to me, A, you're not important, if you don't pay my bills, if you're not the chick I'm fucking around with, that makes me happy, you know, or you're my boss physically, like, fuck you, dude, I don't give a fuck, and even then, if you're my boss, if you're talking shit to me outside of work, fuck you, dude. I'm going to treat you like a normal person. Um, at work, even the same thing. It's like, bitch, don't fucking talk to me like this shit at work. Um, but, yeah, like like I said, like if you're not paying my bills or anything and shit like that, and you're not the chick I'm on top of, don't fucking talk shit. Um, those two people, like, I mean, and nobody paid my bills since, I mean, I've left my parents' house. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, the chick, like, you put up with shit that your chick says when she talks shit, like, to an extent, like, yeah, bitch, shut up. But those are, like, the only two people that I would, like, pretty much allow to, like, talk shit, like, real shit. Not just, like I said, the the crew, we talk shit to each other. None of it's based on fucking facts. I mean, well, some of it is. But, I mean, it's not like we're trying to hurt each other. We're just like, shut up, fucking pedo and shit to fucking DK and fat fuck to fucking bucks and poor bastard to fucking... Uh, powers and fucking me balding ugly and all kind of other dumb shit which I mean whatever it's just facts I don't fucking care um but uh like shit like that doesn't fucking bother me it, it always made me laugh cause like I said like A you don't, you're not important to me and then B I've been called worse by better like I remember being genuinely hurt by somebody when I was little that, that like fucking said something like family members family members used to make me cry man they were fucking brutal when I was a kid. Like, that was just how we grew up. People would talk shit and, like, 
fucking mention family shit. And you're just like, fuck, like, ah, that hurt me forever, you know? So for somebody that doesn't know me, it'd be like, fucking faggot. It's like, okay, well, I know I'm not gay, so I don't fucking care. And you're like, fucking motherfucker. It's like, I don't fuck my mom, but I have fucked mothers. Like, it's all good, dude. Like, whatever. But when they see me, small frame person, majority of people that I'm fucking fighting at a bar are fucking like six feet or taller. I'm fucking five nine on a good day, dude. And I wear normally fucking like slips, like small shoes and shit. So I barely look five nine. And these people that are already six foot probably look six one or something like that because they're wearing fucking boots or some motherfucking shit. So they have that already that bigger mindset of like, yeah, you're just a fucking little guy. And I weighed what at the time back then, probably like 138, 140, maybe. Um, like I said, I was on drugs a lot, so I probably lost even more weight. I'm pretty sure I got down to like 134, 133 or some shit back then. So yeah, I was just a tiny piece of shit to them. And like for them to try to be all manly and be like, fuck you, fucking faggot. And I'm over like, okay, like I'm not gay, but whatever, dude. And then my other go-to comeback, because especially if I, if I, in my mindset thought that nothing was going to happen, like they were just talking shit. Or if I thought I could handle him because, A, my boys are there. And then, B, I'm pretty sure I can fuck this dude up because, A, he's drunk as fuck and he don't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, When they would say that, like, fuck you, faggot. I'm like, dude, you're calling me a faggot. If I'm fucking gay, why the fuck are you bugging me? Probably because you're fucking gay, huh? You piece of shit. You want me or something? The fuck away from me. Throwing back fag at somebody and calling them gay. Dude, that was instantaneous. That motherfucker was going to man up and fucking come rushing. Which was cool for me, because either A, if they were close enough, sidestep, fucking punch him in the fucking temple jaw, like, that was the initial, and throw a knee up, that way, if I missed them, fucking, they ran into my knee. The other go-to, if they had distance enough, and I had time, and I saw them running, they would kind of throw a punch, lean back, and throw a fucking chest kick, hit them in the fucking sternum, dude, like, right on top of their chest plate, hard as fuck, like, it's gonna hurt me, I'm probably gonna fall down too, but I'm gonna fuck them up, that was a go-to, man, awesome shit. Another one was uh, you grab their wrist with the same arm. So they throw their right punch at you, well, same sidearm. You use your left side because you're face-to-face. So you use your left arm, go across them on the other side, try to grab wrist control, if not just get control somewhat of their arm to move it out of your way. And then while doing that, wrap, because you're turning, you're sidestepping around, so you're going to do like a circle. While you're pushing their arms back, away from you because you're throwing that punch away from your face and or chest because that's pretty much where they aim or throw wildly you roll around them and if you can jump kind of around them and either put them into an arm like a check choke hold and pull your whole body down onto their back another one that i would do is while i would do that spin around kick backwards like a like a mule kick and hit the back of their ankle or their knee the ankle their the 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 calf and or like the back of their knee, the inside of the part of their knee, drop them, dude. With all their fucking momentum, and especially most of them being bigger guys, they fucking slam the fuck out of their knee when they hit the ground. Like they fuck themselves up. And then from there, they're not getting up for a while. Like they're kind of pretty much on one knee. You can fucking hit them in the back of the fucking head all day, dude. Fuck that. Aim for their fucking neck, the spine, all the vital points. Because like I said, I was a little fucking dude. I don't give a fuck. Like this dude's trying to fuck me up. And so I'm going to fuck you up instead. Yeah. Hit them in the fucking ear. Punch them hard as fuck, dude. Slap the shit out of their ear to pop them. Fucking punch them up. Choke them. Chokes were always great. Because what happens when you choke somebody is now they're kind of stuck. All they're going to do is either fucking try to claw at you or try to punch towards you. 
you fucking choke a motherfucker, you got control enough, you can start fucking kneeing the fuck out of their, of their back from the side, knee their fucking head, and then whenever you need to, let go and start fucking punching with your free hand, because you're only going to be choking in one hand, you don't need to fucking go all UFC style fucking tight choke, fuck that dude, somebody's going to stop you, one arm choke type shit, just to fucking kind of get control of their head, so they can only see where you are, dude, use your other hand, hopefully your strong hand, in my case my right, Start punching the fuck out of their head, dude. Hit them on the fucking, around their ear and their temple. But like I said, if they're fucking blocking, kind of leaning forward, hit them in the fucking bottom part of the back of their head. The part that they tell you protect during an earthquake drill. Punch them right there. Fuck those people, dude. I don't give a fuck what happens to these guys. Like I said, street fights last shorter than, or bar fights, street fights, normally last shorter than I just described this whole thing. So you're set. Do that shit. Fucking back up enough. Get the fuck away from me. Fuck you guys. Fucking back up. If you got your boys with you, back up towards their side. That way you guys all size each other up. Kind of throw down like, hey, are we fucking still doing this or what the fuck? I mean, you'll kind of already figure that out when you let go of that person. You turn around. If they had boys with them, hopefully your boys are backing you up already and getting on their case. If not, fuck, I guess you're stuck. You got to fucking defend yourself. Go off or just fucking bail, man. I bailed on fights too. I'm not fucking telling you, oh, yeah, fuck, undefeated fighter. Fuck, I do. I've gotten my ass kicked too. This shit sucks. But, I mean, you learn your lesson and shit. And fucking... My oldest brother taught me, taught me this fucking lesson when I was a kid and shit. Like, he's a little dude. Like I said, I'm the tall one in my family. He was always like, dude, when it gets down to it, like, the easiest way... And he was talking about bullies at the time more so. He's like, dude, fuck that, man. Fight him. And I was like, well, what the fuck, you know? I don't, I don't know how to fight. He's like, fuck that. Even if you lose, dude. He's like, I ain't gonna fuck with you again. You wanna know why? He's like, because you're gonna fuck with them enough to where they're gonna realize, yeah, I might be able to beat this dude's ass. But it's going to be fucking difficult to do. So why am I going to do it again? I'll find somebody else that's easier to fuck with. And that's pretty much it. That fucking rule applies across the fucking board, man. Even if somebody can beat you up in a fucking fight, if you make it fucking difficult enough for them, they're going to want to fuck with you again. Because they know in their head that that's a fucking challenge. And the average person isn't a fucking professional fighter that's like, oh, I accept challenges and I, I love the thrill of that. Yeah, that's later on in life or if you fucking focus on fighting as a career cool that's a thought but otherwise don't even fucking worry about that shit man give it your fucking all fucking punch bite bite if you need to fucking claw be fucking dirty as fuck if you need to not if you're winning though if you're fucking beating up somebody and they're fucking on the ground blocking don't start fucking kicking them in, in the head and fucking spitting on them and doing dumb shit just because you're on top fuck that that's fucked up call it a fucking night and fucking bail especially nowadays man there's cameras and shit people everybody's got a fucking camera on their phone you're gonna look like a fucking piece of shit Back in my day, fuck, dude, somebody tried to fucking film us on a flip phone. All you're going to see is, like, a body hitting a body. It's just a bunch of pixels moving around in a fucking circle. You'd understand that there was a person hitting another person, and one of them was wearing a black shirt, and one of them was wearing a white shirt. But that's all you're really getting out of that video. You're not getting the, oh, shit, that dude looks just like this guy. And look, I got the whole fucking video. There was none of that shit, dude. So we were safe, at least on that end. Nowadays, though, dude, I'm pretty sure everything's fucking changed. But, I mean, like I said, looking around the news, after COVID, everybody started getting fucking stupid. People were getting fucking crazy and shit. There's that fucking machete guy rolling up on the fucking McDonald's. People that are calling him a faggot. He fucking went off on them, started slapping people around and shit. Um, there's fucking crazy, what, that fucking uh, homeless dude that fucking beat the fuck out of a lady for no fucking reason at the subway. Um, on camera in front of people. Like, there's still crazy fucking people in the world. Like I said, I, defend yourself fucking worry about the other shit tomorrow man like defend yourself first that's period 
That's that's primary thought. But I mean, there's scary shit out there, man. I mean, we all joke, and on the average, fucking life's pretty fucking awesome. Like you live with anxiety and shit, like I used to as a little kid and shit. Like fucking life feels short. Once you start realizing, like, fuck, I got this and shit, and I can take care of myself, and worst case scenario, fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it, I'll handle my shit. Dude, fucking life is fucking breeze, man. You end up appreciating little shit in life, which is the best parts, and uh, take care of yourself, you know, on your own. So, yeah, I guess uh, I'm going off on a fucking tangent now, so I'll just end it. But, yeah, as I said, those are my thoughts on scary shit and, like, real scary shit, not fucking horror movies and stuff. But, um, yeah. Have fun. Have a great Halloween. Hopefully, uh, you guys celebrate some kind of form of it out there. It's pretty cool, you know, dress up. Uh, have fun with the boys and shit. It's another fucking reason to get together and party. Uh, if you're young, I don't know why you're listening to this, but if you are, hey, fucking hey, man. Maybe you're one of those really smart people that develop early. Cool. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, you don't have to fucking go through the same bullshit lessons I did to fucking grow up. But... If you're still young enough, like I'm saying, you're still going out trick-or-treating and doing your own fucking dumb shit, take care of other people out there, man. You know, there's shitty people out there. Me and my butt cousins as kids used to fucking uh, bag snatch fucking people and ruin people's days and shit. And at the time, we thought it was all good times, laughing it up and everything. Now, hearing other people's stories of growing up, like, yeah, you, there's these people used to fucking fuck with me and my brother and my sister when we were little. So I had to fucking do this one year. Like, dude, hearing how sad it is from them, like, fuck, man, I never thought about that. Me and my cousins are just like, fuck going trick-or-treating. We're going to stay home and watch horror movies with our older cousins. And we're going to go out late and fucking bag snatch the fucking kid that has the biggest fucking bag. Fuck yeah. Because we come up on all the candy without having to do all the fucking work for it. Yeah, we're just pieces of shit. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, there, there's there's the duality of life. There's both sides of the coin. I've lived both of them. I mean, the the good side's way better. The, the horrible side is the more exciting and more fun part to talk about and reminisce on but uh to be honest the good side's the side that uh it just feels better and, and everybody's happier it's just easier life man it's breezy as fuck and i think that's why a lot of these people nowadays are uh you know making up excuses and fucking dilemmas and all kind of dumb shit to deal with because when your life's really easy i mean yeah it does get boring real quick so i mean like i said i see the I see the excuse for it, but at the same time, like, fucking do something with your life then. Go somewhere. Be creative. I've always keep telling people that. Be creative, man. Do something with it. Build something. Make something. Fucking film something. Do some dumb shit. Who cares? Look at me. That's all I'm doing. I'm just talking to a fucking microphone for who knows who to fucking hear. And uh, for all you people that keep emailing me randomly, keep that shit up, man. I love it. I love uh, talking to you guys and hearing from you guys. So uh, thanks again for that. All right, man. Like I said, happy Halloween. And here goes fucking my fave era misfits. Glenn Danzig era. Closing it out with some fucking misfits. Halloween.